Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And today, I want to talk about promotion. This is a teaching podcast, so I want you to go and grab your Bibles and something to write with and take some notes if that's what you desire to do. Really have a great show for you today. want to start off with the quote of the day. And it goes like this. Success should be about how far you've come, not what you have. Now, let's look here in Psalms chapter number 75, or should I say Psalm 75? And we want to look here at verses six and seven Psalms 75. And we want to look here at verse number six and seven. This is a familiar Bible verse to me. Hopefully it will be to you if you're a Bible reader. But we want to check this out because I think this is really key is really good. And I want us to get some understanding. Notice what it says here in verse number six for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. Verse seven. But God is the judge. He will put it down one and set it up another. I'm going to read that to you again because I want you really to consider what the word of God is saying to all of us today. Notice what it says for promotion cometh neither from the East nor from the West nor from the South, but God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. Now I've read this many times. And when I look at the scripture, many times I have to get into the mindset of why this is. And I'm not going to give you a lengthy background. I'm just kind of looking at it, taking this verse right here in a vacuum snapshot here. And one of the things that I've had to realize in my own life is that many times we're frustrated as to why we're not being promoted or why Does it seem like everybody is just moving further in life than me, whether you are Christian or non-Christian? But specifically today, I'm talking to Christians, if you are. But when you look at people that are serving God, maybe going to a church or whatever, what have you, reading their Bible, all of the spiritual calisthenics mechanics that we try to incorporate in our life. Many times we just don't understand why it seems like my life is on hold. So when I read this scripture, I have to look at some things and say, do I really truly understand these Bible verses that I'm reading? And many times I don't. So I need the Holy Spirit to educate me, to show me what's important. Now, God's definition of promotion is probably not your definition of promotion. Sometimes when we think about promotion, we think about money and fame and fortune. And don't get me wrong. I do believe when you are promoted, it does come with some type of financial remuneration. But the reality is God is looking at things differently than we are. Here's my first question that I want you to consider. 
Are you the kind of person that can even be promoted? Are you? I know really many times people say, yeah, yeah, we we really speak before we think. So I'm going to ask you again, are you right here in this present state in your life? Are you the kind of person that just can't be promoted? And if you say right now, no, then you got your answer in terms of the fact that you really believe right now you are not somebody that God can trust to do some things. Now, if you say, you know what, I am the kind of person that God can promote, then I'm going to give you some things that I want you to look at and see if you are really being honest with yourself. If you say you are the kind of person that can be promoted. Because we really need to look at this under a magnifying glass and allow these things to really come up. Now, the scripture says if you want to be promoted, it's not coming from the east. It's not coming from you can go as far east as you want. You can look around as far as you want. You won't see your promotion there. I want you to get that. He says it's not coming from the east, nor is it coming from the west. It's not coming from the south. It's not coming from a particular place. It's not even coming from a particular person. But it's what he says in verse seven. But God is judge. God is going to really make the judgment call on if you can be promoted. Do you have what he is looking for? That's my next question. Do you have what God is looking for? Now, if you don't know what he's looking for, then you really don't know if you have it. One of the things I had to realize in my walk with the Lord, I had to learn how to walk intelligently with my God. When I first started out as a Christian, like many, I was just ignorant, foolish. I just didn't know anything. So my expectation was low because, you know, it's hard to have an expectation when you don't know emphatically, in fact, what God is looking for. It's just like a man trying to court a young lady, trying to date a young lady. And she's just she's looking for certain things in you that you just don't have. But if you sit down and you talk with her and say, hey, what is it that you're looking for in a man? What is it that you're looking for in a husband? Now, when you know, then you can start doing better. This is why I say there are a lot of Christians, not every, obviously, but there are a lot of Christians who are just entitled alone, but they don't walk intelligently with the Lord. There are so many things they just don't know. I don't want you to be that kind of person. That's why one of the reasons why I created this podcast was really to encourage young adults, young couples to speak to my younger self and help other people with learning how to walk with God and being spiritually led and all of the things over this course of 51 years that I've lived on this planet and counting, God gives me the grace to continue to run this race. They had to learn what I didn't know. And one of the things, too, that we have an issue with is this word called recognition. We don't recognize what we should. We got to start recognizing in us, not in other people. We need to recognize in us where we just don't have it. And when we don't have it, that doesn't mean you can't get it. But you can't be frustrated and mad with God if he's looking for something. And you know you don't have it. Here's another thing as I'm thinking here. 
We got to do a little bit better job, too, of when we're spending time with God, asking God questions. God is not afraid of your questions. People are. You know, people get turned off very quickly when you start asking them questions. And one of the reasons is because they can't answer them. And so when people can't answer questions, they just get frustrated. Like, man, where's all these questions coming from? Is this uh, an interrogation? You know, what is this? But always tell people that questions when they're asked is helping me to determine what's in a person's heart. How do I know if I don't ask a question? So it's not an interrogation. It's just trying to find out more about you, more about what's in your heart, more about what's going on. Because what comes from the heart truly will reveal a lot of things about yourself. So I don't know anybody that really don't want to be promoted. I think God puts it within believers and even in non-believers too. This thing of, I want to go higher. I want to be more than I am right now. I want to do more. I want to make an impact. I want to be influential. I want to do some things for God. So the more that we walk intelligently with God, he can raise us and promote us so that he can get all the glory. We don't our, we don't take and steal God's glory. So there are some things in our life that really have to come up under a magnifying glass as it relates to the Lord. And watch this. He's not trying to condemn us. He's trying to show us so we can change. I don't know if you've ever worked with somebody on a job and it seems like, man, when they work in. They're not working faster, but they're just working at a different pace. They're just working at a different tempo. It's like they know what they're doing. And you working and, <laughs> and you just trying to do the job, but you just don't know. And they just keep getting promoted and promoted and promoted. And you're like, man, we was in the same department. But six months later, two years later, man, you vice president of marketing. You, you, you vice president of this and that and the other, and I'm still stuck in the mail room. What is it? And then because we don't ask questions, we get jealous and we get mad, but this particular person got something in them. They're working with a level of knowledge and understanding. They've got a, they've got a work ethic and they got a know how that when they do something, it catches the boss's attention. Here's another question. When you're working for God, are you catching his attention? Is he looking at you like, wow, I mean, this is outstanding. This is wonderful. See, I want you to think about this in your own life. Would you promote somebody that's lazy? Would you promote somebody that don't come to work on time? Would you promote somebody that's not energetic? Would you promote somebody that would embarrass you? Would you send somebody out and speak on the behalf of the company and they just got no clue of what they're doing? I would say to you, no. Well, do you think God would do that with us? See, you come in one way, but you shouldn't go out the same way you came in. We got to begin to grow. We got to begin to evolve. We got to begin to ask God some questions. Here's why we ask God, because he know everything. And if this verse of scripture is true, and it is, it doesn't come from the east or the west promotion that is, then it's coming from God. And watch this. He's the one that's putting down one and setting up another. Wow. It's that, that's God's work. He, he's, he's, he's raising the one up and he's putting down another. So we have a responsibility and God has a responsibility. And I've said this before. And if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me say it. 
If you're a member of my church, you know I said this at nauseum. So I'm going to say it to you. God won't do what he's told you to do. It's just not going to happen. God will never do what he's told you to do. So let's just get away from this notion that God's just going to do everything. No, that's not true. And this is why so many people have not been promoted because they're waiting on God. Man, I've been in church forever and a day. And man, if I had a nickel for everybody that says I'm waiting on God, I would probably be a billionaire by now because that's not true. And if you're working under that assumption, under that notion, or even under that conviction, then my next question to you is, then what are you going to do? Well, if God's going to do everything, what are you going to do? That's not true. God won't do what he's told you to do. On the flip side, you can't do what he can. You can't because he knows how to do God's business. And this is why the scripture is true. But God is judge. He put it down one and he set it up another. That's God's work. So I had to realize this in my life that God and I are partners. God and I are partners. He is not going to do what he's told me to do. If he's told me to do something, I got to do it. And when God looks at that over time, he starts seeing in me that I'm somebody he can promote, somebody he can trust. Here's my next question. Does God trust you? Well, you can answer that question. Do you do what he tell you to do? If not, he doesn't. He loves you, but he doesn't trust you. See, let's not get the two confused. God loves us unconditionally, but that does not mean he's going to trust me to do certain things for him. God's got to be able to trust people he's working with, just like you want to trust people that you're working with. You would never get married to somebody you don't trust. You shouldn't because you don't know if they're going to be faithful. But see, God knows the inner workings in our life and in our heart. He knows what makes us tick. He understands the dynamics of certain things. And sometimes we can't be promoted at a particular time because we're just, watch this, we, we don't have the capacity. See, God knows our capacity. And you have to be okay with your own capacity. Can you grow your own capacity? I believe you can, but you just not going to go from 10 pounds up to a hundred pounds in two weeks. No, you gradually get there through working out consistently. That's in the natural and even in the spiritual things that we do in our prayer and in our commitment and in our faithfulness. It's not like God is watching us under a, a fine or, 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 or combing through us through a fine uh, thing here. No, not in condemnation, but he wants us to be better people. And that gradual process, as you do, you will get God's attention. So I want you to be thinking about this and being honest with yourself because I've seen situations and I'm telling you, I'm just going to be honest with you. I was like, how did they get promoted? I mean, how did they get there? How did she get there? Especially if you know somebody and you like, hmm, I know some things about you and I see you getting promoted and I'm trying to figure out, okay, what's up? What's the real deal? Now, 
everything we see is not what it is because there could be some things that are going on in somebody's life. You just don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. It could be. Now, we do know there's some nefarious things that are going on in the church, and sometimes people can get promoted just by association. Somebody goes from a, a member and then six months later, they a minister. And then uh, two weeks later, they're the associate pastor. You like, hold on, man. Yeah, I, I've seen your lifestyle. I mean, what's up with this? You know, so there's some times that we can question certain things. But if we would just look at it in its pure sense as it relates to promotion, we've got to ask ourselves questions. Don't be afraid to sit with yourself and ask yourself a question and then take it to God and ask him. And whatever he says is true. <laughs> so ain't no reason to start debating with God and saying and crying and all that. No, I tell people all the time, don't ask me a question if you don't want me to tell you the truth. That's another thing I believe why people don't get promoted. They may ask a question and then when they get the answer, they don't like it. Well, how can you change? How can you be better? How can you grow? We have to be willing for someone to look at us too, other than God, because God can use people to help us see some things that we don't see. So this is a collaborative thing. So I want you to think about that. Now let's de define this word promotion. Promotion is the action or raising someone to a higher position or rank. Can you be that person that can go higher position or rank and not get the big head? And I think you better than everybody. See, God looks at that stuff. He looks at that and he knows, man, if I promote you, oh boy, it's going to be trouble. If I give you a, a position, oh boy, it's going to be trouble. So sometimes because God knows everything, he withholds certain things from us right now. Because even though we think we ready, he knows we not. And if he were to give it to us, it would wreck our lives. And I said this to our church the other day. As I grow older and get more wiser and far more patient than what I was in my 20s and even in my 30s, I start thanking God for what he did that happen. Oh, man. If somebody testified to that. Because I might be a witness to that. I'm thanking God for what he didn't allow to happen. Man, I thought I wanted it. But boy, had I got it then, man, I would have truly made shipwreck of my own life. So again, I, I believe I'm talking to people today. Even if you're frustrated, you may be like, man, I just don't know what else to do. I don't know what else I need to change. Hopefully, prayerfully. You will look at these. I'm going to give you 10 of these things that I want you to consider. And if you believe these things that I'm sharing with you, I want you to begin to do it because that's what being a Christian is all about. It's not about just hearing the word. Yeah, we need to do that, but we need to do it. And I do believe that's another reason why we're not promoted. We really don't believe the word of God the way he's given it to us. But I want you to begin to see that and work on that, because, again, I do believe if you're really connected to me right now, you want to go higher. You do. You, you want to be better than what you are. You want to do some great thing. You want to go greater than where your mother and father and grandparents did. You don't want to be worse off 
as a Christian. And I believe as a believer, you should be working with the different level of passion and husband and knowledge because you've got Christ inside of you. So if you get so if you get a job, you should be working better than non-believers. You know why? Because you know who you're working for, because you know where promotion is coming from. And watch this. God has access to your unsaved boss. I'm going to say that again, because I don't think we believe that God has access to your unsaved boss. Sometimes we think God only got access to us as believers. No, God got access to everybody. He can get through to your unsaved boss. He can get through to people who you think that's wicked and promote you. God can tell him to promote you. This is why this is so fascinating that we really need to look within ourselves and see, are we able to even be promoted? All right. Let me give you 10 of these things that I want you to consider and write them down, please. Here's number one. Know that you are in God's will. If you're going to be promoted, there's just some things that you need to know. You need to know that you are in God's will, his perfect will. You need to and you need to also know that you can know the will of God. People think, well, you can't really know the will. No, yes, you can. God says you can know what I'm up to. You can know what I want for your life. This notion that whatever will be will be is one of the things that's stopping you. No, if we gonna work intelligent, we, intelligently with the Lord, we got to know that we're in his will and we're doing right now what he's telling us to do. What will be revealed later? Let that be for later. But you got to know that you are in God's will. And watch this. You have to pursue the will of God. You just can't sit on your couch and the will of God does not go knock on your door and sit by you and say, hey, this is what you're supposed to be doing. No, you really have to go after God. That's one of the things, too, that we miss. We sometimes we're just too lazy. <laughs> oh, man, it's tight, but it's right. We just too late. We're too lazy to read the word. We're too lazy to pray. We're too lazy to see God. If you really want to be promoted, you're going to have to go after God. And you got to know that you're in his will. That's number one. Number two, know that God is your source. That is so true. I, I've met so many Christians and they're so frustrated about their source. You know, I see it's one thing to say God is your source. It's another thing to live, live out what you say, you know. We say we know things and then we do everything contrary to what we say we know. But if you truly know that God is your source, then know that everything is going to come from him. Now, if even if he uses people, it's still coming from him. That's how God works. When he was feeding the prophet Elijah, he said, go to the brook called Cherith. He said, I want you to stay there. And I've commanded a raven to feed you where I told you to be. Notice that the raven, a ravenous bird who don't share, God told the bird, share with my man of God. Put that food right there where I told him to be. Now, the brook was the natural part of it all because the brook was there. He was drinking from the brook. But it ought to just tell us that God knows where we are and he's the source of your supply. Here's the thing about that story with Elijah. God would have commanded that bird to bring all that food there. But what if Elijah wasn't there? His provision would have been there. His food would have been there. But Elijah would have not been there had he chose not to go. So we do have a choice 
in what we do after it's been revealed to us where we're supposed to be. Are you where you're supposed to be so that God can provide for you? If you're not there, trust me, your provision is there, but you could be somewhere else. So we got to make those changes. Number three, be patient. Ooh, this was hard for me and might be hard for you. Being patient is tough. You know why? Because we think we're ready. Being patient is hard. You know why? Because we don't like waiting. We don't like waiting at the fast food line. We don't like waiting for coffee. We want everything now, especially in this generation. You know, when I was growing up, I know initially there were no microwaves. You know, microwaves, I can't remember when they came out. Well, if they came out, we didn't have one in our home. Maybe until the early 90s. Maybe, I think. But every all the other food, you know, the food that we ate, man, mama was cooking that on the stove. She wasn't cooking no turkey and no microwave. No, you had to wait for food. And, you know, in waiting, it was a wonderful thing, too, because as my mom was cooking, man, you could smell it. That would encourage you to wait. You know, it's like, oh, man, I am hungry, but I know food is coming. But we got all of these modern conveniences and we think God is like Starbucks where you can get on your phone and you can dial up your coffee and all the stuff that you want in it. And when you go to Starbucks, man, you can go in there and they got the mobile counter and you can just take it and go. And I was like, man, that's really strange because, you know, man, people could just go in there and just start snatching coffee. They ain't buy they not going to stop you. They're not going to say nothing to you. So I don't know how things are going with that process. Uh, but anyway, we got to understand God's not that way. No, you got to be patient. You got to be patient because patience it, impatience possess your soul and patience. Tell your mind, your will, your emotions. I'm on the right track. God is going to do what he said he's going to do. And I'm going to do what God told me to do. So we got to be patient in the process. Number four, be willing to change directions. Man, if you want to be promoted, be willing to change directions. Can God get a hold of you and say you're going the wrong way? You need to do a U-turn. You need to stop and go right and not be so stubborn and arrogant and stuck on yourself and say, I'm just going to keep plowing ahead. Sometimes we can't be promoted because we're unwilling. But you've got to stop with the unwillingness and say, I got to be willing to change directions because I'm losing time. Time is not on your side. You're losing time. You can't go back yesterday and do what you should have did yesterday. So when the Holy Spirit says, stop going another direction, do it because I want to build, you want to build some cachet with God. I want God to be able to trust me and say, hey, man, you know, when I speak to my servant, he does what I say. That means he values my word. He respects my word. See, God wants us to respect him. Here's a question. Do you respect God? If you don't, why would he promote you? Why would he promote me? He's just simply not going to do it. Number five, stay with something until the job is done. If you do the job, finish it. Stop starting things and you don't do it. That will caution you not to start things. <laughs> you know, we start things in emotion. 
Because we are emotion-driven people. And we just starting stuff. And we just like, oh, man, I'm going to start this. But we don't do it. Now, how does God look at that? He like, man, you're not a finisher. If I'm going to be promoted, God is promoting me, too, on the basis of what I start, I complete. Because he, watch this, here it is again, because he can trust me. So when I start a project, see it through. When you hit a, 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 a bumpy road or you hit a spot where you seem like you're not moving or you hit a spot where you're stuck, go back to God and ask him, what do I need to do? Uh, help me, Lord. Show me where I erred. That don't mean you don't need to keep going. Because, you know, there are people when they get stuck, when they seemingly uh, the, the project has just stopped, well, they, they say, well, you know, it must not be God's will. No, the things that we have given up on that was truly God's will. But you looked at it and said it wasn't because you hit a hard place. That is not true. I want you to make some adjustments. Stay with it until it's done. You're going to find some things out about you that you didn't know. You're going to find out you've got some character. You're going to find out, man, you got some you got some tenacity. You got some grit. You got some toughness. You got some bulldog in you. So you don't know what you've got until you get a hard place. So you have to continue to keep going until it's done. Point number six, do everything you know to do to get to where you want to be. That's that whole thing. When I said to you, God won't do what he's told you to do. So you got to do everything you know to do. do. Everything you know to do, do it. Leave no rock unturned. We give up too fast. Maybe you could have done this. Maybe you could have done that. Maybe you could have done the other. See, God has put some things inside of you, but he's like, you didn't exhaust none of the things you could have done. Think of the ideas we get that we just didn't do everything we could have done to see the idea really come to pass, to come to fruition, to even see a blade of grass from it. You see what I'm saying? So we have to get into a place to do everything we know. Not that that you don't know to do. All right. I get it. Man, there was a lot of things I didn't know to do. But what I did know, I did all I did know to do until God sent me some help. Point number seven, be thankful for your position and never take it for granted. This is so key to God. Do you have gratitude for the position you have at your job or for the position you have at your church as you're working with your pastors, leaders, serving? Are you okay with that? If that's what it is for the rest of your existence on the planet, God says, I want you to be thankful. See, being thankful is an attitude. We got a lot of unthankful people. God does not like unthankful people. He cannot stand it. He doesn't like it when people don't have gratitude. Because you know what it says? You think that I owe that to you. God don't owe us nothing. We owe him everything because let's just keep it 100. We are living on his planet, breathing his air. He was the master designer to the things, amen, that we are able to enjoy now. I'm telling you, thankfulness is a key to acceleration. Things will happen for you quicker if you would be thankful for the position you have and you don't take it for granted. Every day you get up, every day that I get up, I say to the Lord, thank you for another day. I did it today. I thank God for a day that he has given to me. 
I don't want to take my wife for granted. I don't want to take my son for granted. I don't want to take people around me for granted. Have I done that before? Yes, I have. But I had to realize, man, you got to wake up. You got to wise up. Just because you got these people in your life don't mean they're going to always be here. And when we really are grateful and thankful and we don't take people for granted, you know what we'll do? We treat people better. And God says, I can promote people that treat folks good. So watch that because God is watching it. Point number eight, be willing to submit to authority. Man, I could preach an hour, two hours, three days about this. Be willing. Did you get it? Be willing to submit. Come up under somebody else's authority. Read Romans chapter 13. That'll help you with some things regarding authority. Because sometimes we think the only people we need to be submitted to is somebody that's saved. But no, God has put his authority in people that are not saved. Mm-hmm. So your boss, they not saved. They drink, they smoke, they wicked. But you got to submit under them. Now, I'm not saying that you do wicked things and lie and cheat. No, but if they're telling you to do a job and it's within the reason why you got hired, you got to do it. And watch this. What will God do? According to his word, he'll promote you. Watch this. You know what God will do? He said in the verse number seven, God is judge. God will put that man down. He'll take him out of that position and raise you up. Oh, man. I hope you hear what I'm saying today. See, we just got to trust God, know that his system works, even if the person we're submitting to is wicked and we know that they are. Don't worry about it. Do your job. Do what they tell you to do. And watch this. Maybe verse number seven, you will see this manifest in your life. <laughs> Maybe your next promotion is connected to the person you submitted to to do that job and that actual job that he's doing is actually the one that you're going to be doing six months from now, one year from now, two years from now. Don't let go of the rope. Stay with it and watch what God does for you. Number nine, maintain a good attitude. Yeah, I like that. Maintain. You know, that's, that, that gives me the reminder of having a car. You know, how when you get a car. And man, that car was so wonderful. You cleaned it. You waxed it every day. You know, any kind of speck of dust, dirt, you wouldn't even let nobody eat in your car. But man, those weeks turn into months, months turn into years and you didn't maintain it no more. You wasn't washing it. You wasn't cleaning it. You wasn't vacuuming it out. Now everybody can eat in your car. You lost your good attitude. But this this blesses me because you have to maintain it. Sometimes we stop maintaining our attitude. That's your, your attitude determines how high you can go. What is your attitude? How do you think about things? Are you positive or are you always negative? If you negative, you need to recognize it and change it and become positive. Watch this and maintain it. That means you got to catch certain things that's coming out of your mouth that you know shouldn't be. Ask the Holy Spirit to make you aware of some things you're saying. Because I'm telling you, you get what you say. And some of us, we don't realize it. We are prophet and we don't even know it. Everything we say negative come to pass. <laughs> but we got to pay attention to these things. And when we do, trust me, things will begin to trend in the right direction for you. And finally, 
always walk in love. Why? Because God is love. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you how to walk in love. It's a process, man, that you have to continue to do. I have to continue to do it. You got to walk in love. God is love. Love has been shed abroad in our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit, the scripture says. So we got to walk in love. You know what love is? It's a decision. You got to decide. I decide to walk in love. There are people, I get it, that are just not lovable. You just like, oh God, I just cannot see nothing to love you to love you with or in or whatever the case may be. Because you just like, oh, but you know what? You difficult. Come on now. You hard. Come on. There are days when you a mess. But God loves you. So we got to look at our own self. The first person we need to love is ourself. You need some self-love. This is one of the reasons why we can't walk in love. We don't love ourselves. How are you going to give love away? How are you going to decide to love somebody and you don't love you? You can't give anything to anybody that you don't have. You got to learn to love yourself. When you love you, you can walk in you. Did you get that? When you love you, you're walking in you. You're walking in the love that you have. And again, this is why people have a difficulty with love. Because this is why I can't do it. Because you don't have it. When you have self-love, man, and my wife taught a wonderful message about self-love. And one day soon, I'm going to interview her about this topic because it was just outstanding. And I want you to hear it from her. I mean, she's just, she's wonderful. She, I mean, she's got it. But I want you to get this. We got to walk, not love and not, not run in love, walk in it. You got to be patient. And let God dig out of you some things that, that shouldn't be and place in you some things that are. These are my 10 things that I believe that will help you to be promoted by God. Sure, there are others, but I want you to consider these 10 things, right? And then begin to practice them, put them into place in your life. Remember these things. If you're so convicted to do so, I hope that you are, is my prayer. Well, that's all that I wanted to share with you today. And I hope this did help you and bless you. And if so, I want you to email me about this particular episode called Promotion. Ask me some more questions. Let's continue this dialogue. I want to help you. I want to show you some things, even um, with some things that you may be questioning in your life. So reach out to me at info at thomasadeloach.com. I do have a website thomasadeloach.com go there check it out we're doing some changes to uh podbean which is where a lot of my shows are being hosted not sure what platform you're listening to me on but we are we are making changes about that as we speak even now that have been going on so you'll be able to see ways that you can connect with me on there even support us financially to keep these shows going so that we can buy equipment and other things we need to do so that we can take this show to the next level so that others can be empowered the way that you are. Listen, I am praying for you, believing, I say this all the time, believing God's best. We need people that will believe God's best for us. I'm one of those people. I want to believe God's best for you. Remember who you are. 
Know that God loves you, but he wants to help you change so that you can be one of those people that he can promote in the kingdom of God in the body of Christ. So other people can be drawn by his power so that they can come into the family of God. All right. I have a great day. Be blessed and remember above all things to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be, be empowered. empowered.